Hi, and welcome to Good Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony Speaking, and today we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. This game's been in development since like 2013, and the developers are CD Projekt Red. They're the same people that brought you The Witcher 3. Uh, that game was, uh, was a great game, and uh, this new project from uh, CD Projekt Red has been highly anticipated for you know years now. It's seen a lot of delays over the years, uh, but now it's here. Like I said, released this past Thursday. I went and got my copy from uh, Best Buy. It came with a nice uh, collector's edition steel case. Picked that up on Thursday and have been playing it on and off the last couple of days. I probably have about 15 hours total into the game. So I think the game, the main story of the game is coming in at like 25, 30 hours for most people. Maybe a little bit more. Based on how I'm playing it, I'm, I'm looking at probably, it's probably going to come in a little bit over 30 hours for me. The city is Night City, post-apocalyptic, dystopian future or whatever. Uh, have you ever played um, Netrunner, the board game? I think it's that same universe. You can pick from like uh, three different origin stories and one's being like a nomad where you can, you start off like out in the wilderness or the outer communities and you come into Night City as a total outsider. And then there's one called like Street Kid and you you grow up on the streets of Night City, you know, you work your way up. And then the other one, which is the one I chose, which is called Corpo, you are like a corporate, you know, executive uh, working for one of these mega corporations and you end up getting booted from the company and you have to start your life over again on the streets as this uh, ex-exec. The uh, character's name is V and you know, you can make a, your own character build that allows you to make you know whatever version of V you want. Uh, it has a lot of different things going on there with uh, uh, different ways of building your character. So yeah, so basically I just want to give you guys uh, kind of an update on uh, what my experience is with the game so far. This is not a review. Um, I mean, there will be some review elements maybe, but it's not a review. It's just me updating you guys on my experience so far with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Am I happy with the game up to this point? Uh, so, like I said, I picked this game, this game up on Thursday, and um, nobody really knew how it was going to run on console. So I have a I have the PlayStation 5, and for this release week, the reviews were only allowed to happen on PC. And the marketing and the lead-up to this game release only was pretty much only showing PC versions of the game running on high-end PCs. The game looked fantastic in that marketing, commercials, release uh, uh, trailers, and stuff like that. Looked fantastic. I mean, wow, blow me away uh, how great it looked. Uh, in reality, how's it look now that I have a copy on it? Doesn't look anywhere near like uh, near what they're showing, right? Like I said, they're showing high-end PC stuff. The console stuff is like not near that at all. Even on the PS5, um, I'm not sure what it looks like on the Xbox Series X. I know the Series X has like an additional uh, graphics mode that they've included there, where you can choose between like a high-res 30 frame mode and then a performance mode. Where the PlayStation 5 is only included with the performance mode that's uh, 60 frames. I watched a YouTube video the day comparing the two. There's not a whole lot of difference. Uh, maybe you get a little bit of graphic quality with the 30 frame resolution mode on xbox uh, series x but for the most part both uh, systems look the same and what does that look like well 
it's not 4K. Not that I would know. I don't have a 4K television. But um, the, the resolution is pretty muddy. There's not a lot of detail. Like some scenes, like you look out a window and like there's no, like, boy, that city, there's not a whole lot there. Um, but then there's some scenes where the world is just full of stuff, you know, and it's it's weird how it how it kind of comes across. So, yeah, it doesn't look as great as they marketed to. There's supposed to be a next-gen uh, update that's free if you picked up a copy um, on the PS4 or Xbox that they will upgrade you to the next-gen. That's supposed to happen sometime in 2021. So hopefully uh, that will bring the image up to what the quality is for uh, PC players where they're playing, you know, with ray tracing and and uh, higher uh, resolutions and uh, more detail and stuff. It just looks way better from what I've seen. So hopefully that will happen fairly soon in 2021. They haven't given an actual date yet. Right now, they're focused. Uh, they're focused probably going to be on getting rid of uh, getting rid of all the glitches and stuff that have been in the game. You know, despite the fact that the game has been in development for like seven years, they're doing so much with the game that that how they get it to work together. You know, it doesn't always work together. You know, there's a lot of glitches. So they just dropped an update on Friday to address some uh, just some of the glitches. There's so many glitches that they're trying to address them now i haven't actually addressed i have not actually seen a lot of glitches myself i think two and both involved like a character walking through a wall or getting stuck in a wall and there was another one where a character was smoking cigarettes and then he walked off and his cigarettes were still floating in the air I actually took a couple of screenshots of that but yeah that's really the only thing i've experienced interestingly after they did the update my game actually crashed a couple of times so hopefully that's not, hopefully I guess I'll put something out to fix that, you know, but yeah, I mean, graphically, it doesn't live up to what they said, uh, what they were showing performance. Well, there's a lot of glitches and how's the game play? The game is fun. I'm going to say if you're, if you've played like uh, Fallout and like Skyrim where you, there's so much stuff in the world you can pick up and collect and, you know, pick up uh, lore and books and stuff that are just laying around. You know, you don't really pick up books in this game. You're picking up like digital uh, files and, uh, and, and more of a modern take on it. But yeah, there's so much stuff you can pick up and there's so many side quests. Like I was looking at an overhead map and it's got to be hundreds of of uh, quests that are visible not so it's not even including the ones that aren't visible and the, and the city itself is gigantic you know i uh, had one quest that so took me from one end of the city to another and a quest marker was showing me how far i needed to go to get to the point i needed to go to it was like 5.5 kilometers you know and it and i'm driving as fast as i can in uh, on in the car that i had it took a while to get to that marker i'm like it's huge so the city uh, itself is like you said it's it's full i mean it's full of stuff to do it's a living breathing city they've done a really great job with how how they've they've made this world they've created this world and it just draws you in so yes the game is definitely engaging in that respect so so far my playthrough like i said i play i'm playing corpo and i'm I'm basic. I've done almost every mission I've done is just the main story mission. I've I've only done one side mission, um, and I, like I said, I think I'm like 15 hours into the game. So the gameplay, as far as those 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 missions, 
have been I've best described it. it's a lot of dialogue the game is kind of slow in that part it's like a lot of dialogue you're going through a lot you're meeting a lot of new characters uh, learning a lot about the people and the world around you and there's a lot a lot of dialogue and narrative that you're you're ha you're basically sitting through right i actually heard somebody uh, make the comment the other day about you know the last of us 2 being a walking simulator because there's so many cutscenes and and whatnot where you're just doing anything but you're just kind of watching the screen like a movie right and it's not to that degree like you're not just sitting and watching cutscenes. like you can like in this game like look around and see what else is going on but there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of information to get. So it's kind of slow at the start as you're getting on this information. And then when you're going to the different mission locations and stuff, you're either walking or you're riding or you're driving to get there. And you're talking to, you may have another character in the car with you and you're talking to them and then you get there. And so, yeah, there's like a lot of time spent doing that sort of stuff. I will say that there's no, I'm 15 hours in the game. There's no fast travel points, right? So I had my car impounded in the game and I was like, well, I'll just walk to where I needed to go, which is, you know, so I walked for like the first, for like three or four missions. I just walked back and forth. It took forever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm okay. I didn't have the money. I mean, I, I probably did have the money to get my car out of uh, wherever it was, but, I just ended up stealing a car and, and doing the doing it that way. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime between missions and 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 story points and stuff. But you know, it's worth it because it's you know as far as building the world around you, you got to have that information. So I didn't mind it, though. I do hope that there maybe in the future that they put some fast travel in there because, like I said, this is a very big city. Um, the inventory and the menu system is very unintuitive like it's very hard to like maneuver through the menu system and like just equipping clothing items like I said it's an RPG so you can you have all the stuff you can do with your character you know like changing what you're wearing and the different weapons that you're going to be carrying and the equipment you're, uh, that you're going to have on you it's not easy to change that stuff out so uh, I wish that was a little better streamlined and just knowing how to do stuff there's so much stuff to learn gameplay wise is how what you can and can't you know what you what potential your character has it's hard to gauge first time playthrough i'm like i decided um when i made my character that i was going to put my points all into like hacking like i want to be a net runner and uh and hack everything and like use some stealth to get around all the choke points and and do it that way well i would say like for the first 10 hours of the game I've, I really felt like I wasted my points because the missions were constantly funneling me into, you know, choke points into mission where you were forced to be a soldier, basically, where you had to, like, use combat. They gave you a little bit option to, like, like hack into, like, a camera system. And that's useful for figuring out where people are and tagging them where you can see them through walls and uh, a little taste of, like, uh, making stuff turn on and distract them yes you could do a little bit of that but again at critical points in the missions they became combat missions and that stuff did you no good like you had to fight 
So it made it pretty difficult because I didn't have a lot of points into like stamina and health stuff to bulk my character up to make him where he he could survive in the combat conditions better or deal extra bonus damage and stuff like that with weapons. I just wasn't very good with weapons uh, character wise. I mean, you could overcome that as an experienced gamer. You know, you can overcome that, which I did, but there were a couple of missions where he was like, man, I had to redo it like certain sections, like a dozen times just because I would die so fast, you know, um, and the, and the stealthing and the, and the hacking just wasn't working. So is it worth putting the points in there? I don't know. Later on, I guess I don't really understand a lot about how the hacking, it doesn't give you a good explanation about how the, how it works. Like there's stuff like, the vocabulary like breach protocol um like you have to enter in like a sequence of numbers based on a number table that makes no sense and it's like it feels like it's all guesswork and like i keep trying to like figure out exactly how the system works maybe somebody can explain it to me and i'm not one to actually go and look in a guide you know i'm kind of stubborn that way so i want to kind of figure it out but it's like wait i why i'm having such a hard time figuring out how this works but either way you know, I'm starting to see a little bit of payback by putting uh, or uh, a payoff. I mean, not payback, payoff for putting all those points into the hacking. But early in the game, I have to question whether or not, you know, it's worth it or not. So there's that little bit of advice or information based on how I've played it so far. So, yeah, anyway, the game itself, it's a great game. When I say great, I say great because it's, this game has potential for greatness right now based on the fact that the visuals aren't where I expect them to be. And really, that's it. I mean, if the vis- if they could get the visuals up there, you know, I would be a lot happier. But I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy. I'm having fun with the game. Is it worth picking up? Yes. It would really be worth it in a year once they fix everything and and they've got those next-gen upgrades if you have a next-gen console. I would not pick the game up if you're only playing on a PS4 or Xbox because those frame rates, what I'm hearing is like you're coming in at like 15 frames and I've played a game like Bloodborne that only had like 15 uh, in combat sequences where it dropped down to like 15 frames per second or whatever. And I just can't see how you could play this game. Uh, with frame rates that low so until they get that fixed i probably would not uh even bother buying the game on an older console uh, only get it for the next gen or get it uh, a pc that's powerful enough to run it uh, with high settings so if i had a pc that fit in that category that's probably how i would play it at this point now once they get those upgrades in for next gen might be a different story now just i wanted to give a quick update on 20 uh cyberpunk 2077 my experience so far like i said this is not really a technically a review my daughter has the game too and her and her friends are playing it so i'm interested to see what how what their opinions are and uh, we're going to get her on here and share her um observations and and her stories uh so this will probably be an ongoing thing with cyberpunk like i said this game is so big you could literally play this game just this game all year long you know if you have this game you're good you're set if you have the patience to play in the same game for months and months anyway guys thanks for dropping by really appreciate you listening um swing by the facebook page good to game radio you know drop a comment or send me an email to at uh tony at good to game radio.com and i hope you have a great weekend and a great rest of the month we'll be dropping episodes like this 
uh, a little bit more frequently as we kind of go over other individual games, uh, more singular games, because we really want to be talking about the games. So we'll see you soon. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.